Thanks for checking in on this podcast. You are about to hear an inspirational teaching from Caris Ministries. If God has used this ministry to bless you in any way, please take a moment and write to us at amenatcaris.org. We are always inspired and blessed to hear how God is blessing people all over the world through what he is doing here at Caris. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so online at caris.org so we can continue making podcasts such as this available free of charge. Hallelujah. What am I supposed to be teaching on today? I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Part two. What is wrong with fornication? (laughs) I almost asked a question, but some of you will not be happy with that question, so I decided to. I wanted to ask how many of you have fornicated before. But those who are doing that now, they can't lift their hands. <laughs> let, me, let me just give um, an advice. Uh, it's, it's not a disclaimer, but just kind of, I think, an advice that, please, I did not, I'm not sharing this because of you. You have been waiting for you. I actually don't know anything about you. So, do you, if it's getting to you, then God is getting to you. But relax in his presence and receive his word. Amen. Amen. If we laugh, laugh. Obviously, if, if the Lord join, if the Lord is convicting you, then I understand you may not be able to laugh. But it's not everything that is a laughing matter. But, but surely God will help you. Some people can't even look at my face directly because they are. I, I feel they think that I may notice that you are the, you are that person. Somewhere along the line, I may come along the, the. I may come in and touch you and look at your face. Okay, yes, because I've chosen to work with God as a prophet. So maybe it may be a prophecy. Maybe just for your sister or your friend or your cousin or maybe for you. What is wrong with fornication? Let's all say that again. Say it again. Because in First Corinthians chapter six, verse nine. So, all right, let's read the nine, and then we can go on to something else. Give me King James, please. He says that know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither the fornicators. Now, the Greek word fornicator here is. Ponos. Ponos. P-O-R-N-O-S. Ponos. So, if you are a ponos here, or a ponos listening to me, he says that you can't inherit the rulership when God is in charge. You don't have a part in it. No idolaters, people who serve idols. No adulteries. Adultery is an aspect of fornication. Every adultery is fornication. Not every fornication is adultery. Adultery is fornication between uh, uh, two people, one of, at least one of whom is married. So if you are married and you fornicate, 
with someone you are not married to. That's fornication. It's not, that's okay, but it's adultery specifically. So every adultery is fornication, okay? No effeminates, no abuses of themselves with mankind. You want to know what that means? When you read other verses, it tells you what that means. It said you don't have a share in the kingdom of God. Verse 17, verse 16, let's start from verse 16, sorry. Uh, all right, let's go to verse 18, uh, probably, because I'll come back to all this. Let's read the first um, phrase there. Free loud. Free read it out loud. Free All right, look at the person sitting near you and tell the person what the Bible said. Preach, preach the person. Look at the eyes and warn the person. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not surprised you can't look into somebody's eye. Flee. flee. The, the Greek word for flee is fiogo, which means hastily or quickly moving away from an area of threat into a place of safety. So it connotes actually fornication is dangerous because you have to flee it because if there is, uh, uh, we found, it's like they found World War, unexploded World War II bomb behind your house. You have to flee. If you find out that there is fire somewhere any, around even your neighbor's house, you have to flee from your house. Why? Because where you are is not safe. Fornication is sweet, but not safe. Sweet, especially for most men. But there are some women who at certain stages of fornication, they are crying. Not because of the hurt emotionally. Don't be doing this. As one lady came and said that. When this was happening, I was even crying. Oh, oh God. I didn't want this. How many of you have cried before? No, not because of that it's physically painful, but because emotionally you didn't want it. You didn't want it. If it happens like that for you, it's very good. It's very good. You just get up and repent and run away. But the one who is her, <laughs> because if it's, if you're uncomfortable about it, it's easier to flee. If you're uncomfortable about it, it's easier to flee. But if you are very comfortable about it, then it's difficult to flee. Because if you are very comfortable about it, you actually enjoy the sweet side of it. Fornication can really be sweet. Because it's sex. Sex. But fornication is sex with someone you're not married to. Simple. Or sexual impurities, sexual activities outside of marriage. So now the way you can go to the gym and do about five miles of running, but stand in one place, is self-help. Technology has developed so much that people can have sexual self-help without the involvement of a second person or somebody else. But it's also sexual impurity, fornication. Because now Jesus' definition of sexual impurity, fornication, is Matthew chapter 5, verse 28. Look at this. Okay, uh, go to verse 4. Let's start from verse 27. So you see what the law says. Ye have heard 
that it was said by them of old time, thou shalt not commit adultery. You know it's fornication. Yeah. Thou shalt not commit adultery. But what Jesus said, what have I got to tell you? But I, Jesus, say to you that whoever looks on a woman to last after, after her has committed the thing with her already in the... Watch, 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 don't be distracted. This is what gets my attention here. So you can actually fornicate in the heart without the physical act. So you know you can tell the number of fornicators that are likely to be here. The scale has gone high, or the, the statistics have gone high because there are tongue talkers who are heart fornicators. It always starts from the heart. It's fornication is when you do it, you decide. It's different from rape. Rape is not fornication to the one who has been raped. It's not fornication. Fornication is when it's consensual. You consent, you are willing, whether for money, for to keep a man, or to impress a woman, or for pleasure. I mean, people fornicate for different reasons. Whether you are living together or living apart, whether through FaceTime or telephone. He said, you look at a woman to last the same way a man to last because, you know, we, it, women are objects of sexual appeal. So men, for a man can be peaceful, everything is fine, mind his business till he's, he's a naked woman. Or a woman in a certain way. Then, like David, David, David was, was just walking at, on his balcony. And he's, he didn't intend to go, he just saw it, and suddenly, he didn't, I'm sure he didn't want to watch further. He went, but you know, it kept drag, like what happened to you last night on Facebook or on internet. You look at a woman or a man to last, as I said, the, the body of a woman has been designed by God to have the ability to stir sexual desires in a man. So she does not have to be naked, naked. If emphasis are placed, even just the fact that you see a woman, depending on what state you are in, just the sight of a woman, just a normal human being, you're struggling. But that one you have, you're actually not balanced. There's an imbalance in your system. Okay. But if there's a balance, your system is balanced, then when a woman is presented in a certain way, you will, you can be provoked if you don't flee from the sight. Because if you keep your eye there, that breast will stir your sexual desire. I'm telling you, don't joke with the breast. It's powerful. It's serious. It's Suddenly, you, you are cool. You didn't think about anything. Suddenly, you are sexually aroused and charged. Why? Because of the sight, the sight of a breast. Power said there's been a surge of flow of blood. Ah, 
am I talking the truth? It's, watch this, it's irrespective of your spiritual level. Your spiritual level should keep your eyes away. It should help you discipline yourself to keep your eyes away. But if you keep your eyes there, you will react. You will react. You will react. You don't have to be ill-intentioned. There have been a lot. Of, there are a lot of men here who have ended up messing up at some times and nights. They didn't intend to, but they were spiraled or out of control. Out of you couldn't contain the thing anymore. Man, then you suddenly, I'm burning up, I'm burning up, my house on fire, I'm burning up. I know women can also be affected by what they see, but the fundamental design is not so much. The, the strength of what stirs a woman, okay, um, gets her sexually gets her sexual desires up is not so much as what she sees, even though sometimes women are affected by what they see as well, depending on what they see. But fundamentally, that's not the main thing. The main thing is how they are treated. What they hear. Baby. Baby. What's up, girl? What's up, girl? Baby. Sometimes the voice of the radio presenter alone is driving you nuts. When Nathaniel speaks, say hello to us. Hello. <laughs> you see the microphone, know you are lying. It didn't work. Good evening, everybody. You know, it has this kind of tones. Has Thank God my voice is not like that. <laughs> Because I'm always preaching every day. People, some people will leave the church because they want to serve God. <laughs> uh, you see, the, the hypocrisy of religion is this. Listen, the hypocrisy of religion is this. Religious people pretend these things don't happen. They don't happen. That, that, that is the phoniness of this whole issue of sexual desires. Sexual desires can be so strong, you are the only one who knows what's going on inside. <laughs> you look normal, but you are besting. Animal calls sexual desire. Brother, it's hard to master it. Am I not speaking the truth? Look, 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 at, look at how much you really want to stay focused on things of God and how much you are grappling with. And people, the, the good news is you don't look like it. <laughs> you, don't, you, you look very, very angelic. You look very, very all put together, there's nothing wrong with you. So most times, people who are not familiar with church 
When they see the way you are always in church, they think as for you don't have any problem. So, if fornication is so can be so sweet, um, let, let me use it. Sweet is not really the right word, but I've been using it casually, flippantly. The actual word is pleasurable. In my early days of Christianity, one desire I used, early days, I, I prayed, I desired that God make me impotent. Because I thought that would be, so, you know, I really want to serve God clean. I, I, I'm very happy. God didn't hear that prayer because, you see, you need your body to be able to prove that you still will serve God in spite of the drives. So that your service to God, your worship to God is actually solid. It's genuine. It's not because, so when you see people who are doing well in the things of God, it doesn't mean they don't have the kind of challenges you do. They have it, but because of their pursuit of God and focus, they have been able to deal with it and still dealing with it every day and moving on. Because you dealt with it last week, you remember? But what happened again? Now the thing has even come stronger. You have to deal with it daily. That is why if you are a man, particularly women do that as well. But if you are a man, it is not wise to be doing porn. Because you, as I spoke, I said last week, you are dismantling your ability to remain firm against those weaknesses. Because you are internally so weak and porous, you can fall at any time. Anytime, anything, anything. And then you develop certain desires that are, that are not decent. The things you don't see, sometimes you don't even really realize, but there are people who are making certain demands in, on their wives or on their husbands in, in, in their bedrooms because of their perverted exposure. I'm so happy there's a lot I don't know and I haven't seen. Because when you see it over and over, for all, for all you may know, see, it will appeal to something inside you. You, see, you don't have to be bad. It, 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 that's why government tries to make laws to protect people's freedom of expression when it comes to sex. Because religion makes it look like if you want sex, you are bad. But you didn't even invite it. That thing just came. You, had, you, you want it. Sometimes you wake up in the morning as a man, very, very much anointed. Brother, we look very calm. But sometimes there can be a lot going on. Jesus said, if you look at a woman lustfully, you have already committed it with her in your heart. And he said, flee fornication. So it does not start from the act, physical act. It starts from the heart. To flee, you have to flee from your heart first. Because from, according to James, is it, I think in James chapter 1 verse 12, I suppose, or verse 13. Yes, he says that uh, man that, yes. He said, blessed is the man that endures temptation. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to them that love him. Go to the next verse, verse 13. 
Let no man say when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil. Neither tempts he any man. Let's do the Amplified, please. It says in the Amplified version that, but every person is tempted when he's drawn away, enticed and baited by his own evil desires, which is last passions. Last and passions are what will draw you. All right, now watch this. Look at the next verse. That's more interesting. Then evil desire, when it is conceived, give birth to sin. So sin, before we sin, the thing has been conceived. It's conceived already. And when it's now ready, sin happens. So, thank you, Jesus. Fornication does not happen by accident. I didn't know what happened. It just happened. No, it came, it started, started coming a long time ago. Started coming. It's just now birth. A child, if you see a baby crying, someone has given birth. It's not that today uh, he was with the husband yesterday, she was with the husband yesterday. No. The husband has traveled and has been away for eight months. But she will still give birth. Why? Because it has, conception has taken place long time ago. Some of us, what is happening to us, you are speaking in tongues, you are in church, or you have started taking Christ serious, but there are some things you are not dealing with and you are conceiving fornication. It's actually been for- conceived. One day you will fornicate. Wow, wow, wow. One day. So it's not about, I don't want to do it. I don't. No, but you have already taken seed. Based on what you are exposing yourself to and what you are entertaining and accommodating. So that's why sometimes somebody can be very fiery brother, fiery apostle, fiery pastor, fiery uh, 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 prophet, <laughs> fiery minister, fiery prayer warrior. But there's that. Because the thing you have to deal with, you haven't dealt with privately. So every now and then, you are watching stuff. Soft porn, hard, uh, mid, mid, mid-range porn, <laughs> and hardcore, <laughs> wherever I like. Because it doesn't have to be hard. Yeah. It starts with the soft one. Yeah. Because the soft one give, also gives you arousal, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? You say, oh, but this one is not hard. But you were you reacting. You were reacting. <laughs> You couldn't even walk normal. That's what it is. <laughs> so, so what is soft then? Look at yourself to determine how soft. So, the, if the Bible says that flee fornication, why? I enjoy it. It doesn't harm me. It does not harm me. Like self-harm. Listen, having sex is not self-harm. So why should I not have it? Especially if my partner is very happy with it. If my partner is happy with it, why not? Why not? Look at such a wonderful man who is so good to me. A wonderful lady. She's so amazing, pretty. And we actually agree. And actually, I also need a thing. She also wants so. Why not? Oh, see, this is why I don't like church. That's why they just tell you, don't have sex. They tell you, don't have sex. No, go have it. The scriptures say flee fornication. There must be a reason. 
There must be a reason why you, you have to run away from it. Stay far away from it. Everybody who wants to be an effective Christian, and not just being a Christian, but enjoy your life well, you must always be on your marks. Set. Like this. Anything that looks like fornication. <laughs> always. Always be, look, be. That's why I said watch and pray. Watch what? He said be sober and be vigilant. First Peter chapter 5 verse 8 or 7 and 8. Be sober, verse 8. Be sober and be vigilant. For your adversary, the devil. For your, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, works about seeking whom he may devour. That means it's not everyone this can devour. But he's looking for whom he may devour. So you have to be sober. Sober, bring yourself under control. Sober and be vigilant. Be be vigilant. Where I, where I grew up, in, in certain places, when you go there, in fact, I was told that when you go to Lagos, when you are walking, you have to make sure your wallet, either you, are, you hide it in your singlet. Because the, the thieves there are very sharp and smart, and there are a lot of them. In some places as well, it's the same. It's the same in other places. You have to always be alert and be vigilant. In the same way, he said, be sober and be vigilant. When he said flee fornication, that means that always be ready to run. Don't don't withstand fornication. Run away from, don't try and manage it. Because I don't know how many of you have been in the situation where you determined that it will not happen again and it did happen again and now you said now I know it will not happen again and it did happen again and then you said this one if it happens God should kill me and it happened again and God because God didn't listen to your prayer and you said ah, never again and every uh, again and again and again <laughs> that's why if I if someone is brought to me or if someone is God who is every now and then he's going again. He's going again. We'll just show him or her how what to do not to go there again. But some places, once you are there, you will do it. The will not to do it will always be manifest. If it is there, it will be manifested in not to go there. But if you didn't have the will not to go there, you won't have the will not to do it. Does that make sense? God will help us all. And for your information, I will say two statements, contrary statements, but they are both true. Not, let me say the uh, positive one first. Not anybody at all can fornicate. Not everyone can fornicate, or not everybody. And the other one, anybody at all can end up in fornication. Anybody at all. Unless you are actually sick in hospital. And even that. (laughs) (laughs) The reason why, the reason why not everyone at all, anyone at all can fall into fornication is because fornication 
for it to happen physical, the physical it starts from the heart. Because some people will not entertain some things, one. Now two, some people will not have the necessary environment, conducive environment. Because you don't have your own house, you are patching with somebody. <laughs> and so, so many conditions, and no one really likes you. So, those are some of the factors that will, can stop a person. But the ones that can help you not be a victim at all is the internal one. How you deal with what is coming in. Listen, what you give your mind to, your eye to, your ears to, will affect how your life turns out to be. Invariably. Inadvertently affect how you... So whether you like it or not, what you are eating is going to determine the, the, your skin. Going to determine how your, the, the, your health. Oh, me, I just like it. I do have I like it. I like it. I like it. But I'm, last week I said there are things we like, but we react to them. We react to them. Linda, are you listening to me? There are things we like, but we react to them. So, like lactose intolerance. Evil. Some people like their chocolates, but you have to advise yourself, I just can't because the reaction will be unbearable. I think at this juncture, let me give you a few. I, I've written, there are a lot too. But let me rush through them and see. What is the first scripture we read? I want us all to look at Ephesians chapter 5. This this will interest you that is in the Bible. It will interest you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let's turn to Ephesians chapter 5 verse 3. Ephesians 5 verse 3 says that, But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not be once named amongst you as becometh saints. Amongst us, they shouldn't say that somebody has gone to fornicate. That's what the Bible is saying. Let it not be once named. Why? Because fornication is actually bad. It's not for saints. Fornication is not for saints. But if you are in Christ, you are a saint. And it says that it shouldn't be recorded amongst us that there has been, there has been fornication. Let alone ongoing. In fact, in 1 Corinthians, it talks about how I hear that there is fornication amongst you to a level that is even completely unacceptable. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 1. Unacceptable. Because I hear that your, it says that it, it is reported commonly that there is fornication amongst you. And such fornication as is not much, it's not, so, uh, it's not so much as named amongst, unbelievers will not even do that. Wow. Corinthian church, it said that one, that one should have his father's wife. Hey. 
He said, you, 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 are, you are sleeping with your stepmother. And you are in church. You are, you are actually born again. You see, the fact that you are born again doesn't mean that you have been given immunity against sexual sins. We all wish that. Wouldn't you have loved it? Haven't you prayed about it that, Lord, make, give me immunity against sexual sins? Most of you, that's been your biggest prayer. If we pray, Lord, lead me not into temptation. No, he said, you have to flee from it. You have to flee from it. This is how he puts it in Proverbs. This is not part of my text, but it's, I think we should learn from it. I think Proverbs chapter, uh, oh, is it 627? Yes, I think 626 or 526. But let's check 6 then. Let's go to verse 26. Let's go to verse 26. Okay, give us the message. Let's see how the message puts this. Let's all read it. Let's, let's go. Let's read it. But a wanton woman will well eat you alive. NLT. New Living Translation. New Living Translation. Let's read it. Let's go will bring you to poverty. But sleeping with another man's wife will cause you your own. Go, new NIV. And then we stay with NIV. Let's go. Prostitute reduces you to a loaf of bread. And the adulteress preys upon you. Let's go to the next verse. Let's read it, let's go. Do you understand what that means? See, like this is fire, and I go and scoop it, and I'm carrying it. Won't my clothes be burned? Why are you toying around a potential fornication situation? And so me, I can handle it. You? Oh, man. You are flirting with someone. You are flirting with somebody's husband, somebody's wife, or somebody. You are flirting. Hi, girl. You, 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 you look succulent today. And she said, really? And you are, you are texting someone asking, are you in bed already? What are you wearing? I'm wearing wigs, wigs, wigs. <laughs> that question alone, will stay, by the time you're asking that question, you know you are getting into trouble. <laughs> You know you are going. You are going. <laughs> Can you send me a snapshot? Is it called Snapchat or Snapshot? Snapchat. Oh, I mean, I mean my nighty. Oh, just send it. Let's see. Put it. Don't ask for that one. Use it against all those things. Put it on the screen again. That text. You cannot scoop fire. Can a man scoop fire in his lap without his clothes being bent? Pastor Philip, bring a chair. Bring it up, please. Quick. And you, you're saying that it's, oh, we are just like, we are, she's just a Christian sister. <laughs> it's nice to see you. Hello. Oh, baby. You too. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> and then it goes like this. Oh, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> and the sister will also behave like, oh, mm. we are just friends. Nonsense. Nonsense. 
Pharisees, hypocrites. <laughs> well, what do you mean by you are just friends? Is that how friends behave? <laughs> and he said, can, can you carry fire in your bosom and not be bent? If you don't even, by the time she gets up. Listen, sister. Flee, this is flee means, he said, oh, can you pass by and pick? You had, the other time, you left your wallet or your card. I will give it to you. Can you pass by from work and pick it? You know that every time you go there from work, you don't leave the place safe. Tell him to post it. <laughs> Practical means to flee. Time to post it. Sometimes you really want to be there. You really, but let him post it. Because you know, sometimes the after effect is so damaging. You, 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 you regret so much and nothing compares to that pain. Post it. What are, what are you doing with her? Some people you have to delete their numbers. And listen, listen. Some people, you may not delete their numbers. You have to, if you are responsible, you have to choose not to respond to their messages. Even if they say, oh, I am, I'm, I'm, uh, 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 have you heard that, uh, our sister? I haven't heard anything. <laughs> to, listen, ignore their text messages, because most flats start with modern day, start with text messaging. WhatsApp messaging. Some of you know what I'm talking about. It has gotten you into some deep waters. Just text messaging. Just WhatsApp messaging. And you, it goes deep in your heart, pulling you. And such a decent person, by the time you realize you have become so whorish. Such that you are in a hurry. You, you want any means to try and cover yourself because it's so, you have degraded yourself. Unintentionally, but irresponsibly. Now, there is a difference between addressing these things that lead to the issues we are, and someone who has found himself in, and you begin to attack them. Now, that's not what I'm talking about. You see someone in it, if you are strong, or if you are, just help the person out. If they say they don't want to be out, I found out in the Bible, it says that don't make friends with them. First Corinthians chapter, let's finish that one. Go to the verse 28. Can a man walk on hot coals without his feet being scorched? You know she's hot. You know every time you go to a house, when she wears those shorts, there's a Christian brother who came crying, crying. He said, um, I don't think I can do anything for God again. He gave up. But thank God. I stood with him, helped him to stand on his feet. Because there was a woman he wanted to marry. And this guy has been keeping his record clean for a long time. So this woman came into his life. It, it opened up his old sexual skills. <laughs> because naively, he, he, you see, he's determined me it won't happen. That's where your vulnerability is. Because of me, no, 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 I won't, no, no, don't tell me you won't do it. Just stay away. Because you, you can't walk on hot coals and say, it will, I won't be bent. You're joking, you'll be bent. You'll be bent and you may lose your limbs. This gentleman kept going. And 
you visit some sisters. When you visit them, you cannot come back alive. It's, it's serious. You see, no, you know what? I, I want to really go on there. I, didn't want, I don't want to elaborate on these things too much. Because the body of a woman works on a man. It's, 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 it's just, a, the, listen, no, 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 no. no. Listen, that's why, that's why, if I visit you in your house, even I don't visit church ladies again. Those times when I was a young, I was younger, and I was, everyone was clean, and so I will visit you, sit down. Now, I'm, I'm, I don't even allow, I don't even watch Christian movies. I, will, I better listen to Christian preaching. I don't even watch Christian movies, let alone to watch secular movies and let alone come. That, that, is, that is how determined I want to guard anything that comes in, protecting. Because once it can come in, it can, it can begin to affect you from inside. Those of you who say, oh, me, I'm fine. You, you keep being fine, and you find out where you find, you, you, you find yourself. Years ago, I determined I ain't going to hug any sister again. Those times, come, Pastor. Hello, sister. Hey, a crab boy. I was, I knew it was just Christian, but it was, I, I, I mean, some of the sisters, when you kiss them on uh, the pet, uh, it's, um, it's fulfilling. It's, I mean, to, to have such a nice, look at her rosy cheeks. Nice sister, Christian sister, no ad- attachment, nothing. And you're just, you're just, oh, sister, how are you? It's nice to see you. Look at you. You'll be fine for some time. But in your day of weakness, in your day of weakness, you remember that rosy sister. Wrong with giving people hugs. You know you have a cleavage problem you are when some a woman's soft body even touches you and 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 now you have become so christian don't forget you you when you were in the world the things that used to get you fornication sex is pleasurable but the cost some of you mothers are bitter women because you were born out of wedlock. Your father went outside your mother. Or, and it's not that he was a bad man. He's a very good man. He loved his family, loved his children. But this thing, he went to walk on course, thinking that I won't be bent. It's false, false assurance. It's false confidence. You think you are already being bent. A lot of all the internal pillars are being dismantled. Sister. You know, you shook, you shook his, her hands, his hands, and you are struggling. You are struggling. Because your own doesn't show. So most men will not know. You are smiling. But it's, if I, when you go home, it's, you, you, you know that you have been in a bad place. What I'm trying to is, don't let us pretend we do not have sexual edges. Even in church, after you are so strong in Christ, you will still have it because it's natural. Now, is it wrong to have a sexual edge? No. Is it wrong to be sexually aroused? No. But you can end up in a very damaging position if you allow your, your drive 
to drive you. Look, 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 there are prominent people who have been humiliated because of, because of sexual desires. Sexual desires. The secretary said, he, was, he, was, he, he said, come and, sit, come and sit near me and sexually harass him. Why would a man do that? Even though he knows it can end him in serious trouble. But what? Normally it starts from your private life. So when you, are in, when you are faced with a challenge, you can't control yourself. So you are making, why would you, is it called uh, strobe? Grobe, yeah, grobe. Why would you do that? Think about it. Think about it. Why would you do that? Because you don't even know him. You don't know her. You can, it won't take you anywhere. You saw her and then... It, you, it, it won't, think about it. That's how animalistic the sexual drive can make us. You know it's crazy, but you can't, you can't have control. You can't restrain yourself. That's what porn do, does to you. That's what porn does. So you don't, and then at the end of the day, you are, in, you are in court and in prison. Such a decent person, and you have been humiliated. He said, she'll reduce you to a piece of bread, a piece of loaf. Tell someone, flee fornication. Number one, what's wrong with fornication? Number one, thank you, Jesus. I want to say thank you, Jesus. Number one, fornication brings the wrath of God. Number one, you incur the wrath of God because, oh, Jesus, thank you, Lord. Because it's, it opens you up for evil forces. Evil forces. Evil forces that have been me, have meant to attack you. Fornication will open you up. Whether you are born again or not born again, when you fornicate, it, it opens you up to evil forces. That's a serious thing. So as I told you last week, somebody hired um, a prophet, a, a heathen prophet called Balaam. Balak the king hired Balaam and told Balaam, curse the people. Balaam tries to curse them. The thing was turning to blessing. God was, was so much with them. You see, that's why you should focus on God being with you. Because when God is with you, it doesn't matter who fights against you. They, the impact will be on them, not you. So, so they curse them, he curses them, and it turns into a blessing. And the king said, no, no, stop it, stop it. He said, I've, I've already issued it. And when the thing, it, I can't recall it, and it's just turning into blessing, blessing, blessing. He said, don't stop, he said, I can't stop. And then Balaam, someone say Balaam. Balaam advised the king, Balak, that this guy, you don't even need my services. If you want them to fall, cause them to commit whoredom, harlotry, fornication. Let them commit sexual sins it will, and then idolatry. It will open them to the wrath of God and they themselves will start falling. That's the advice. That's the advice Balaam gave Balak. So Numbers chapter 25, look at Numbers chapter 25. Thank you, Jesus. Now, from, uh, reading from verse 1, verse from verse 1, it says that, And Israel abode in Shittim, and the people began to commit whoredom. That is fornication, okay? It's another word for fornication. It's whoredom. They began to commit whoredom with the daughters of Moab. And they called the people unto the sacrifices of their gods. And the people did eat and, and bowed down to their gods. So that's idolatry. They always go together. Watch this. 
Verse 3, and Israel joined herself to Baal and the anger of the Lord was kindled against Israel. Because the fornication now opened them up to idolatry so much so that they became idol worshippers. They joined themselves to Baal the idol. And automatically, the wrath of God came on them. Look at Numbers chapter 31, verse 16. Put it up. Numbers 31, 16. It says that, Behold, these caused the children of Israel through the counsel of who? Balaam. To commit trespasses against the Lord in the matter of poet, you know, the, the, by poet. And there was a plague among the congregation of the Lord. No one could curse them. But because of sexual impurities that came in, they were, Bible says there was a plague among them. They started dying. Revelation chapter 2, verse 14. Look at Revelation 2.14. Let's all read it from the screen. Let's go. Because. You see, you see that? You remember Balaam? Balaam. The doctor of Balaam. Let's go. Who taught Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel? To eat things sacrificed to idols and to commit fornication. God said, I have something against you because you are, uh, I have something, I put you on the screen. I have something against you because you hold the doctrine of Balaam. You trivialize, listen, never let us trivialize sexual sins. It will cost you. Oh, it, does, it really doesn't matter. It does, darling. I, we, we wish it didn't. But it, Oh, but it really, it really doesn't matter because, uh, uh, yeah, right. It's in your mind. You think it doesn't. But before you could say Jack, a lot of things have gone wrong. Not only the wrath of God. So most people spiritually have been open to evil. evil listen, there are evil forces all around. The way there are red, uh, 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 radio waves all around here. Radio, there are radio waves here. Even my microphone is using radio waves. Yeah. But why is it not affecting you? Because it's not harmful. Demons are harmful and all around. But why are they not affecting you? Because there's no access. Fornication, sexual uh, 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 sins, sexual impurity will just open you up. It's like, it's like, it's like um, when you run out of your bathroom to go and stop them from clamping your car. <laughs> in fact, <laughs> I'm sure they will, they, will, they, will, they, will, they, will, they won't clamp it. They will leave it. You just run out of the bath just like that. And you're going, hey, don't, don't clamp my car. What a sight. All your neighbors will come out. They will, no, they will. What's happening to him? What's happening to him? Because, because being inside was safe. But you came out like that, it's not safe. It's like it's so cold. In the negatives, minus three, minus five, and you go out without any, or just in your uh, sleeping garment. No, you catch sickness. You will catch, even if you are Mr. Yuki. You will catch sickness. Are, are you getting what I'm saying? So, fornication will just open you up. You are bare. 
So any demon that has been looking for you from your mother's background, your father's background, they say, oh, okay, time has come, allowance, come on, let's go. So most of the time, when you are in the act of fornication, you are so open spiritually that your defenses have all gone. Your defenses shut down. So that is when a lot of things that were in your background that have been targeting to harm you get the chance to come. Some of you, before you came to church, a lot of things have gone wrong already because you have gathered so many demon, demonic influences. And it's not just, Pastor Frank, it's not just that. It's, it's like the, your, your fornication partner, they have also got demons that are attacking them. As soon as you enter into fornicate, fornicative, <laughs> there's suddenly there is exchange, data transfer. And, and, and see, when you hang around people for a long time, you catch certain spirits that are around them. But it's, it's, it's like dial-up broadband. But fornication is like high-speed internet, fiber optic. Demonic exchange is very fast and very smooth and very in, un, un, unimpeded. Oh, this, this, I, I, this, they are trying to scare us from, from enjoying life. <laughs> you think it's my body you use? I will be very evil. I'll be very irresponsible if I do not show you in the text of scripture. Yes. Is it not nice to stay safe? Yes. yes. It's nice. It's peaceful. It's peaceful. So please just allow me to do my job, okay? Yeah. When I finish, I mean, I will follow you, obviously. You can, you, can, you, you can live your life, man. And interestingly, in church, we still pray for people. So when you are in trouble, you can, we pray for you, but we can't guarantee whether it will work. <laughs> so you keep enjoying your life. Oh, as for these, these guys, they don't know what they are talking about. The church people, they don't know what's up. They don't, they don't know life. They don't know life. They don't know life. You know life. And you don't even have decent sleep. Because you are not happy. You are very miserable. Look at verse 20. Revelation chapter 2 verse 20. I like this text. Thank you, Jesus. Notwithstanding, I have a few things against you. God talking against thee. Because thou, suffer, thou sufferest that woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess, to teach and to seduce my servants to commit fornications and to eat things sacrificed to Jezebel. Archbishop said Jezebel is in the choir. Oh, normally I feel very, I feel very concerned and sometimes sorry for very young, fresh ministers. Because they usually, you will never suspect that it will come from the areas the attack will come from. You will never, you, you will never in your wildest imagination suspect that if there's going to be an attack against me or a fall in this area is going to come. You always think that is that one who is always loud. Uh, she, she dresses in a very funny way. You always think that that's where the problem will come from. But Jesus said a man's enemies are those of his own house. The very one that is nearer you. So, I pray that none of us, after this message, becomes a victim. That's, that's my prayer. That's my prayer. That's my prayer. No, listen, I'm, I'm not telling you don't have sex. I'm just telling you that the consequence of having sex outside of marriage. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Because even a school can't teach you this. 
School doesn't even teach us a lot of common sense. Because look at how well educated you are. You have a degree, but you are dating somebody's husband. As educated as you are. You have a degree, but three men have already broken your heart. You have a degree, but you have already impregnated two different women. <laughs> so how come you are so well educated, and yet a very silly man is messing your heart? <laughs> he doesn't even respect you. He doesn't treat you well, and you don't know why. I still love you. <laughs> I, I thought you were educated. Yes, it's different. Those are different fields. That is why my job from scripture is to help you to understand how life is lived. Doesn't it make sense why the devil wouldn't want to have you come to church? Yes. Because you hear some of these things, you hear it. And you may think that, huh, well, I don't like someone trying to tell me not to do it. I'm going to tell you, no, 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 no. Listen, that, that one is not a spiritual issue. It's a home, home, domestic problem. You are very naughty. You don't like instructions. So that, that one is a different problem. I don't like anyone telling me. I don't like anyone. No, no, no. It's, you, that's why you can't remain married. That's why. It's, it's a fundamental problem. You are recalcitrant. You, you, insubordinate. You know, it's in us. Children, it's in every child. Insubordination is in, the, in every child. But nature will help the child away from. The reason why you can have young men, 14-year-old man, look at police officer on the streets of Lebanon and insult him and swear, they get out of here and hit them. How can that be? It is from home. Yeah. That's, and some of you didn't fight the police, but it's still there. Anything that looks like a certain level of authority, the natural reaction. So it's not that what is being said is not true, but it's just that there's a reaction. You, you can't stand. You can't stand authority of any shape or form. So that is actually a fundamental problem, and you can never break through in life with that problem. Because the Prime Minister, the Chancellor of the Exchequer, mm. our leaders, our politicians, they can't do what they think they want to do. Even the Queen, who has certain level of sovereignty, can't do what she wants to do, yes. thinks she should do. So life is, life is governed by different various authorities. So if you do, not, and you do not have what it takes to work with authority, you won't have what it takes to rise in life. They are, they are, sir, they are young men, very talented footballers, but no one wants to take them on because of their naughty attitude and character. Most of the, the young, I, I was told that most of the young black boys on the streets of South London, very talented football. They are very talented, but most of the time they don't rise. In the football, with the football career, whilst their white counter Caucasian counterparts may not be that talented, but because of good attitude, the managers and the bosses, the, the, the managers and coaches feel comfortable, like working with them and help them rise. Whilst the talented one, because of attitude, inability to stay under authority, talking back at coaches, what is it? What? Then you pull his uh, trousers back. What? What? Listen, if you are here, you go out with a man, you're a woman, you go out with a man who can't pull his pants up. You are, you are like him. It's true. I don't like what this pastor is saying. But at least I'm, I'm glad you, you get what I'm saying. 
All right, quickly. Uh, number two, fornication. Oh, First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 8. This point is very, a little bit scary. Oh, I have to get ready to end. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 8. I think it would be nice if we all read it together. Are you ready? Let's go. Neither let us commit fornication, as some of them committed, and fell in one day three and twenty thousand. When they committed fornication, what happened to them? It didn't take long. Their falling was very abrupt. One day. Because of fornication, the Bible said, let us not commit fornication as some of them did. So you can handle it. You can say no. How do you say no? And do not sit here nursing guilt. It's not necessary. There's not much you can do. It will actually slow your abilities to run. It's okay. It's in the past. Gather yourself. Fight for it. Fight for it. Fight because you can make it. Brother, you can make it. Sister, you can make it. I say you can make it. There is a champion status in you. You can make it. You will no more fall. No, you will no longer fall to these things anymore. You can make it. You can make it. What is wrong with fornication? Too much is at stake. Too much, the answer is too much is at stake. And it's not worth it. It's not worth it. There are other points I could give. But for now, but I want to pray. We are about to close, but I don't want to end the service without giving somebody the opportunity to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to invite Jesus into my life. I want to start afresh. I want to live for God. I know God has been speaking to me, and I'm ready to live for him. Pastor, pray with me. Today marks the beginning of a new day, a turning round in my life. It's a turning point. You want to pray, say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to invite Jesus into my life and start a new life in Christ. And I've lived my own life and I want Jesus to have his way in my life. If you're two hands, and let's say this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner and I've sinned against you. But I believe you died on the cross to wash me from my sins. I invite you into my life to be my Lord and my Savior. I rededicate my life to you. I give my life to you that you will use me. Be my Lord. Use me. I make a commitment that I'll work with you. I'll serve you. From today forward, I belong to you. In my spirit, in my soul, and in my body. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, I thank you for my precious friends. I pray for them that as they have made this decision, let your name be glorified in their lives. I rebuke the devourer on their behalf. I rebuke the enemy on their behalf. And I pray your blessing, raining of blessings upon them. Help them to become pillars in your church and in this church. I bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Congratulations. Thank you for listening. For more resources, please visit caris.org or call us on 0207-740-9960. God bless you.